Now, you may recall a massive earthquake that hit uh, Turkey earlier this year. The quake affected 14 million people, killing more than 50,000 and injuring more than 100,000 people. There were 2,500 aftershocks. Well, recently, a group of BC researchers uh, from UBC, BCIT, and several other institutes and private firms across Canada travel to Turkey to get an understanding of how they responded uh, to the earthquake and whether whether there would be lessons to learn for British Columbia. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about the issue is Tony Young. He's a professor of civil engineering at UBC. Tony, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. I'm here today. Thank you. Uh, first question, uh, what was the probably the biggest lesson you learned uh, in Turkey? This particular earthquake in Turkey is a very devastating earthquake event. And we have learned quite a lot of things from this particular trip. We have seen our Turkish colleagues uh, well prepared uh, towards this earthquake, where in the event of this disaster, they were able to respond quickly and be able to get shelter ready and started having uh, plans to have people displaces and provide food, meals and shelter for them. Mm-hmm. Also on this trip, we are seeing our colleagues in Turkey. Um, they are seeing earthquake very frequently. So um, every 10 to 15 years, they see one major earthquake. So they know what to do. And also their building code are very stringent in the way of the performance they are required. Mm-hmm. Just for example, um, they have placing very stringent requirement for the hospital to be fully functional right after an earthquake. In that regards, they changed their building code and ensuring that all the hospitals in high seismic zone were required to be equipped with technologies such as base isolation. In that regards that they will protect the occupants, equipments, and remain, make sure the hospital will remain functional right after an earthquake. Uh, are our biz, uh, uh, building codes as stringent as Turkey's? Uh, we have very robust building code in Canada, uh, but our building code are there to provide the performance of the building and ensuring the building do not collapse. Uh, we focus heavily into the life of the people who stay inside the building, but we don't have too stringent or explicit requirement for the functionality of the building right after an earthquake. So that would be something that... Um, our building code will start focusing on mm-hmm. um, and ensuring that not just the safety, but also the functionality of the building. Um, the Were you surprised by the how extensive the damage was uh, from that earthquake? I know it, there's been some time now, but I think that uh, there were about 2,500 aftershocks. I think it hit 11 urban centers. Um, and I think it was 1,300 villages across the whole area there. Um, did you get a sense and scope of the uh, of the size of the earthquake? Yes, of course, I was on site. And this is clearly devastating to our colleagues in Turkey and a big, put a very big impression to researchers like myself to seeing the vast amount of devastation to all 11 major city centers. So there are many city centers, villages and towns. Over 14 million people are affected two and a half million buildings are affected. So um, it's uh, devastating and not something that we often see. 
you, you, my sense is that you're saying is they, they do a much better job or they're better prepared for dealing with the after effects and impacts of an earthquake than perhaps we may be just because they have more experience. That's correct. They are experiencing a big earthquake every 15 to 20 years. And over the course of the last century, they have seen many big magnitude like this one. So in their trainings, their schools are designed to remain as a shelter to host people who need help. So the, uh, the teachers who is in those middle school and high school are ready to be able to serve for refugees coming in immediately after an earthquake. So they have two earthquake drills every year. And then um, they, the government has ways to providing food, water, and shelters uh, to these shelter facilities. And I'm also very impressed about the speed they're trying to recover in terms of how to take away the debris and stop building replacement housings for the people who lose their houses. I read that in an article, basically, that looked that it, it appears that if someone does lose a house, there is temporary housing almost immediately available. So even though the condition is not great, but they are able to leave. And to be really honest, uh, they really suffer. A, unfortunate earthquake happened in the middle of the winter. So um, it's a really tough time. Uh, but uh, they were able to quickly get, of course, um, with support from other countries as well, but they were able to put these, um, what we call the modular containment housings around mm -hmm. and supporting for the people who need a place for shelter. And they also have uh, plans for food to deliver and water for the, uh, for the people who need support. So are we um, not prepared in your mind? I know you said we had a robust uh, uh, building code here. Uh, yeah. But are, are we not prepared in your mind? This is a tough question. I mean, I'm not a governor, but I'm just saying that the building code is focusing on the performance of the building during the earthquake, not the after earthquake. But the, the part that I'm talking about is that we needed, in addition to the building code, to ensure the rest of the services are, will be ready to ensure that um, shelter can be provided. Mm -hmm. And... Um, resources can be moved around, making sure our electricity, water and running rescue can continue going and having the people to train in the event of the earthquake, where to go to. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm not sure about yourself, but uh, most people, if, you, if an earthquake happened in the next minute or two, they have no idea where to go mm -hmm. and they have no idea what to prepare for it. While Turkish colleagues, they knew which direction to head it to and what responsibility they need to take on. So that's why I felt that they are more prepared or ready for this kind of um, readiness for, for that. It seems there's a, a culture uh, based around preparing for an earthquake or having dealt with earthquakes. Uh, I know when I was in Japan, I sort of felt the same way. Uh, it was right. just in around um, tsunami and, of course, the Fukushima okay. issue, and there were some aftershocks that hit as well. And I was just That's impressed right. at how prepared they are. You I mean, you can't always uh, protect yourself, but they were so prepared as a culture and as a government, and they have systems and processes in place. And it appears That's maybe right. that's where our greatest weaknesses are at the moment. That's correct, because um, fortunately or unfortunately, Vancouver was not hit by an earthquake or major earthquake. So most people are not aware of it. 
So, however, Vancouver is one of the high seismic zone. Geological data have shown that in our region, we are one of the most seismic region in the world as well. Mm -hmm. So even though it doesn't happen within the last hundred years where we started heavily populating the region, it doesn't mean that we can forget about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and will you be providing this information, what you've gleaned uh, as a group uh, to government or uh, in regards to perhaps helping them with their knowledge and better preparing for when we are hit with an earthquake? Yes, of course. I mean, I am one of the committee members who is involved with the building code. We write the National Building Code Canada for the seismic design. So we will ensure, and there are a few things we are already putting into the code and trying to kick into actions. We want to make sure the building code uh, can allow structures to remain higher performance. So we started modifying our codes already. In terms of the preparedness and in terms of that, we are very happy to interact with our federal, uh, provincial or city government to start to interact with them to have plans to ensure if a major earthquake comes, we'll be able to handle it. Yeah. Well, well, it was quite the, uh, quite the visit uh, and I'm glad you were able to uh, glean some great information and hopefully it will help us better prepare moving forward uh, uh, in regards to uh, Vancouver and all of British Columbia uh, preparing for an earthquake as well. Thank you so much for your time today. You're most welcome. Thank you. Take care.